0: Welcome to Real Estate & Coffee, my name is Joel Arndt, here's some Canadian real estate news while you enjoy your morning coffee. Good morning, it's Saturday, November 16th, 2019. This morning, man, Ottawa made some bold moves earlier on Airbnb, we're going to read about that. I have a Wealth Hacker interview for you. We have an update with Houston Street Baptist affordable affordable housing development project. So stay tuned. Here we go. We're jumping in. So what's your name and what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Oh, my name is uh, Blake O'Byrne, and the best way to get a hold of me is uh, on my email. It's Blake.O'Byrne. At Hotmail.com. Cool. And what's your favorite investing strategy? Right now, it's been uh, buy and hold real estate. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I advance in years, I'm looking at something that's going to be a little more liquid turnover and less headaches. Yeah. Yeah. Are you financially independent? No. (laughs) That's fine. Neither (laughs) am I. So, what? What's your like day to day look like to get to financial independence? Uh, I'm a real estate agent right now uh, very seasonal where I live uh, so I'm just looking at something that's going to uh, uh, help me year-round uh, yeah, get a cash flow more of a cash flow year-round so I'm particularly interested in uh, the the uh, the stock programs options and yeah yeah the I got a couple quick questions of just like snap stuff so should you rent or buy your primary residence I've been renting for a number of years yeah Okay, that's cool and cash flow or appreciation cash flow yeah yeah thank you very much blake okay you're certainly welcome best of luck affordable housing crisis gosh you hear it all the time in the news it's everywhere no matter where you're looking in your news feed in your instagram feed in your tiktok feed if you're on tiktok if you're not get on tiktok it's not something that's avoidable, and it, as a real estate investor, it can be very, very frustrating. Whether you have people barking up your tree about how you should be offering units at a cheaper, at a cheaper rental rates, or if you are a socially conscious uh, person who. Is really really worried about the affordability of of housing in their area for yourself for the people around you for your family and you could be caught somewhere in the middle like me who sees the need for affordable housing who sees the need to have rents at a rate that people's incomes can support but you also see how real estate is a business okay so it takes all kinds of people, all kinds of organizations to step up to the plate and provide solutions that are creative and out of the box. I think that's what Indwell is doing as an organization. My goodness, they have 200 units ready to go. Ready to go. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. They could have 200 units ready to go if they had the funding. They have already built rehabbed buildings in Woodstock London Mississauga Norfolk while well, they're working on Norfolk now and in Hamilton multiple times over they have many projects in the pipeline they just need the funding to get it done now one of the projects that they have ready to go is Houston Street Baptist Church okay it's this small ish church small by a city standards they have an 8,000 square foot building On Houston Street, old old building. I've been in there plenty of times. It's gorgeous on the outside, old on the inside, and they are outgrowing it. They they have, if you ever go to one of their services, tons of kids. You know, I'm not um, shy about my background, and I love my background as a worship leader. As a as a you know, I did ministry in Hamilton for a few years before diving into real estate. I led worship at Houston Street Baptist several times and I tell you what one of the most encouraging things was when they did Sunday school I don't care if you're Christian or not. It's really 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 cool that when they dismiss the kids for Sunday school To be taught by people who actually enjoy or at least are enthusiastic on some level because I'll say not all Sunday school teachers enjoy it are enthusiastic on some level about giving kids some kind of moral framework, half the church congregation empties out, (laughs) okay, when you have young congregations like that, it's a good thing, I don't care if you're Christian or not, when you have people who are engaged in a community environment, and a lot of them are young, you're doing something right, now, Houston Street Baptist is growing, they just bought a 30,000 square foot building, they could have built a mega church on that if they wanted to. With the great rate that they're growing at, they could have just said, let's just build this church. No, you know what they said? Let's build this community. So they're building a church, a community center, and 47 affordable housing units, affordable rental units. With Indwell's help, that's where those two meet, okay? Indwell, Houston Street Baptist, combining to serve their community, one of the most impoverished communities in Hamilton. I gave the stats a couple episodes back. I will give the stats again next week. One of the most impoverished communities in Hamilton. They are serving them on a very practical level with food, clothing, education, support for single moms and youth. And they're opening up their space in this new building to to expand their capacity to deepen their impact in that community. And they're building a couple floors above uh, on top of that to house people who are struggling with their rent payments that's something worth supporting they still have 5.7 million dollars to come up with they want to be finished construction by uh april 2020 let's help them out email me coffee at ca. okay i can set you up and i'm like if you want to if you want to give a hundred dollars i'm giving monthly okay i don't i'm not having given a, a large sum but i'm giving monthly i there's going to be links in the show notes to indwell and to houston street baptist you can give monthly or you can give a small chunk of hundred five hundred thousand but what i am going for shamelessly going for are those ten thousand dollar donations twenty thousand dollar donations fifty thousand dollar donations i'm looking for someone for many, multiple people, to give $100,000. Have you ever given $100,000 before? This could be a chance to step up. Now, if you are tired of people complaining about the affordable housing uh, crisis, or if you are very, very worried about how people can afford rent in your area, let's sow into that, let's give into that, invest into that, invest into people who are creating a solution to that so that you have moral ammo, when you step into that conversation, okay? RECoffee Coffee at JoelArnt.ca. Uh, I'm going to, if you want to give big, I'm going to set you up with the leadership of Indwell and with Houston Street Baptist. We're going to ha- have a conversation about exactly what that looks like uh, to make a a community shifting donation. That's what we're looking for. And if you can, if you can give a um, hundred bucks, if you can give two hundred bucks. That is still adding momentum, which is supremely important. Momentum over time moves mountains, okay? Let's do this. Winners versus losers in Ottawa's Airbnb crackdown. This article comes from the Ottawa Citizen at ottawacitizen.com. Let's dive in. Potentially hundreds of short-term rental hosts are on the cusp of being strong-armed out of Ottawa's accommodation market as the municipal government moves closer to adopting new restrictions. The Community and Protective Services Committee interesting name, on Friday will be asked to endorse a proposal to heavily regulate short-term accommodations, many of which are advertised on platforms like Airbnb and Expedia. Council on November 27th is scheduled to vote on whether the committee on whatever the committee recommends. The most controversial regulation for short-term rentals proposed by staff is banning people from renting homes in which they don't live. Councilors will hear both sides of the debate when public delegates line up at the microphone during the committee meeting. With every policy decision made by city council, there will be winners and losers. Winners. Hotels, quite obviously. Travelers who have been renting homes not occupied by owners for short stays would need to turn to Ottawa's hotel market for accommodations. Steve Ball, president of the 55 member Ottawa Gatineau Hotel Association, said. The city's proposal mostly got it right when it comes to regulating short-term rentals. Of course, they would say that. Hotel operators aren't against Airbnb when it comes to the company's original intention of allowing people to make available their own homes for short-term accommodations, Ball said. What they don't realize is the commercialization of Airbnb and the ghost hotel concept, Ball said. Ball said he believes the per-night costs of hotel rooms in Ottawa-Gatineau are on par with what hosts offer on Airbnb. According to Ball, the average hotel room rate for the first nine months of 2019 was $152. Losers, investor hosts. The city's proposed recommendations probably make the investor hosts, those property owners who rent homes for short-terms, but don't live there, the biggest losers. They have purchased homes or condo units specifically for short-term rental income, and City Hall is about to pull the rug out from under them. Mayor Jim Watson pointed to the hosts who haven't run safe short-term rental properties, saying, Bad actors have ruined it for everyone. It's interesting that they would acknowledge that and not put in place regulations to... Anyway, okay, I'll keep reading. Those who bought a property now can sell that property because the real estate market is going uh, doing very well in Ottawa and I don't have sympathy for them because it's not as if they're going to be out any money, Watson said. Adding that those owners have the option of selling the homes or renting the homes for long terms. Winner, resident hosts. Eliminating potentially more than 1,000 short-term rental units from the market gives a leg up to hotels, but also to the people who rent out their homes while briefly out of town. The proposed regulations won't stop people from using their primary residences for short-term rentals. Those hosts could get more calls for accommodations for when they're away. That is, if visitors don't mind renting lived-in homes for their short stays in Ottawa. Loser short-term rental customers removing competition from the short-term accommodation market will give visitors fewer choices short-term rentals not occupied by the owner when uh, often offer (laughs) by the owner often offer the same amenities as homes like full kitchens and laundry while ball notes there are long-term stay hotels that offer those kind of amenities the removal of potential hundreds of short-term rental units will narrow the selection for tourists and business travelers winner renters and house hunters the city assumes that once real estate investors are pushed out of the short-term rental market more homes would be available for purchase or long-term rentals. Yeah, that's not a safe assumption. Ottawa's residential rate, rental vacancy rate is below 2% Prism PRISM Economics and Analysis, doing work for the City of Ottawa, estimated apartment rents have increased by 7.8% and house rents have increased by 11.3% between 2016 and 2018. City consultants identified 1,236 homes perpetually on the short-term rental market in 2018. The units could be made available, but it depends what those owners do with their assets. Ottawa, Ottawa realtor John Castle expects that the proposed regulations would have little impact on the local real estate market. That's probably true. He believes there's an equilibrium in the market demand now and wonders if the units made available after the city hall regulations, after city hall regulations, would only feed into the cooled part of the housing market. My overall impression of what's going to happen is if there's a change, I think it will be small and I don't think it will be very long term castle said that sounds about right loser spin-off businesses Biz- businesses platforms like airbnb which takes a commission from hosts obviously stand to lose if there are fewer short-term accommodations to advertise in ottawa there are other businesses that have piggybacked off the success of airbnb there are property managers and cleaning companies who will lose homes in their portfolios if Council blocks investment properties from being in the short-term rental market. Winner, residential neighborhoods. At City Hall, the most common reason cited for regulation is the need to protect neighborhoods from problem short-term renters and hosts. Watson said the tipping point in Ottawa was a shooting in the PN last month at a short-term rental property. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I suspect... Some short-term rental accommodations are very well run, but we have to come up with some protection for people who live in these neighborhoods who knowingly bought into a low-density residential zone and all of a sudden have a commercial enterprise next to them, Watson said. Condo boards are not thrilled with unit owners running commercial operations in the buildings. Uh, Yeah, condo boards... Sorry about that. Condo boards not thrilled with unit owners running commercial operations in the buildings it would also have their problems solved. This is huge. Every uh, almost every year, my wife and I go up to Ottawa for Winterlude in February, and we Airbnb because you can get a house. Sure, hotel rates are probably on par, but you're getting a hotel room. We can get an Airbnb for not much more and split the cost with friends or with uh, my sister uh, and her family. A full house, kitchen, laundry, everything, right? So private parking. So well, not necessarily always private parking. Airbnb generally is a better option that, that I've seen this is a big shift and if this comes into place that really it doesn't it's not gonna it just sucks it sucks for you know my wife and I our friends um, my our family when we want to go to Winterloo because it eliminates a lot of options when privacy we like our privacy we don't want to rent from a place that is already we don't we're not gonna share a room with a family who's already there we're not going to we're probably not going to rent a hotel room because we can rent a whole house and split the cost and it would be cheaper and way more comfortable and way more private so um and we can get closer to the winterlude activities for a much more competitive rate than what hotels are renting at during winterlude okay so this would this would this would suck and and, and force some creativity on our part as the customers going to ottawa Now, I can understand why people are frustrated, especially with that shooting. That's crazy. Uh, I think there are other options in an outright ban. This is a knee-jerk reaction. But, ultimately, Ottawa has to decide what they want to do. And what Ottawa does here is going to set a precedent for many other cities, cities, For many other cities, I know Toronto is still wrestling with regulations, stuff is supposed to come into place, but there's challenges and it's Airbnb is still wild, wild west territory. Now, relatively, you are relatively safe if you're renting out your own space. So if you have a house with an extra room in the bottom, hey, I heard about a development, a whole suburb development going into place where part of the unit's going in there have built-in short-term rental un uh the houses have built-in short-term rental units so a separate entrance a small kitchen in their own bathroom with one bedroom it's like a bachelor pep, a bachelor unit in the basement like that's genius i think that's the way to go with development and that's safe if you're renting out your own house generally no city i have not seen any city ban that yet so If you want to get into airbnb find a way to to rent out your own residence and you're safe make a business out of short-term rentals in a property that you don't live in and you're 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 running a risk know and have relationships with your city council and with your neighborhood for sure um if you have short-term rentals if you are shifting from long-term to short-term in some of your properties and you're seeing this, what trends are you seeing in your market? I'd love to hear from you. Email me, recoffee at joelarndt.ca. So that's recoffee at J-O-E-L-A-R-N-D-T dot C-A. If you know of someone who has a short-term rental in their house or in their rental property, they've already shifted their long-term rental into a short-term and maybe their, their market is Going headlong into the into the same approach that Ottawa is going, I'd love to hear from them and how they plan to mitigate this risk, what they plan to do should their market ban non-resident, non-primary resident, short-term rental units. Share this episode with them. Also, to get more Canadian real estate news out to people across Canada uh, into their ears every Monday through Saturday. It helps if you can give us a five-star, give Real Estate and Coffee a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you feel uh, like it would help, give me some feedback. Write a review on Apple Podcasts. That's going to help me reach a wider audience. It's going to help more people get regular real estate news, stay up to date with markets, and it's going to help The feedback is going to help me fine-tune this podcast into something that um, just continues to improve. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Real Estate and Coffee. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to um, be curious about what's going on in real estate in Canada, okay? It's Saturday. It's warming up in Hamilton, at least Enjoy your weekend.